0: Welcome to the fifth episode of Around the Heart, which is all about sharing stories to help us trust the magic of our lives. This is going to be another story for those people uh, with insomnia struggling to sleep. The idea being that when we can't sleep and we're finding ourselves in the middle of the night, just alone with our thoughts, or even sometimes you don't even have thoughts keeping you awake. It's just your nervous system and that red alert. Um, So you can be quite thoughtless, but unfortunately not in an equanimous, uh, expanded kind of way that we seek in our meditation. Um, Really something, the opposite end of that spectrum. And so the idea being that maybe, just maybe, that if you were to listen to this story, one of these stories, um, you don't feel so alone. And I've had uh, chronic insomnia on and off, pretty much on for the last seven years, um, and with with moments of interludes. And so I absolutely don't um, make any... uh, assurance to you that this is going to help you fall asleep or stay asleep. Um, I respect insomnia deeply as a um, pretty powerful teacher. And I think I imagine it's individual to us all. All they can say for me from the insomnia um, as a very um, sort of red alert of where I've drifted from what I know to be true. Um, and unfortunately I think the more that you, the longer that if you have been having insomnia, there is a thing that then it does affect your biochemistry and then you, you know, you do have to sort of also work to rebalance your body. Um, but so I'm really, I'm not making any promises of like, this is going to heal your insomnia. It's, you know, there are so many amazing people doing extraordinary work to help one's nervous system settle again and really just follow your own your own sense of what's going to support you this is literally to support those who can't sleep and are feeling alone and there's just a sense of wow hearing a voice and it just helps something in us settle so this is a story for you guys thank you so much for listening Uh, if you know anyone who is struggling with their sleep please share with them um the essence of any story i share um in the future we're going to be we've got some really exciting conversations coming up with amazing people and it's all about Um, learning to trust in the magic of our lives. I'm going to be in future episodes coming up, really sharing like, what does that even mean? Really breaking it down. What does it mean that we have magic in our lives? Um, What is magic? What can we start trusting? Um, And what does it mean to trust our heart? What does it mean to trust the signs in our life? What does it mean to what it, and also what can we do when we when we don't even know what our heart is saying to us? Um, so, what are the tools and techniques we can learn or 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 reach out um, to use to help us find our way again? So, this is all what this podcast is going to be about as it as it grows and expands and blooms. And I really appreciate you listening. Yeah, please do share with anyone you think you might like. Um, and if you're having problems sleeping, you know. Um, the two things, any two things I can say, and this, what I know to be true. One, Anicca, Buddha said that everything is impermanent. It's true. Even if you're in the chronic, chronic phases, everything is impermanent. And the way we can make, I think, that impermanence even quicker, um, just try as much as you can, trust yourself. Um, and the second thing, that the insomnia is there to, to, to bring our attention to something something that's got out of out of whack um and uh yeah i'm not going to say it's a beautiful in that way wow we can be so grateful and it's so beautiful it's pretty brutal and it's um it can make you feel so lonely and just you know not sleeping's horrible um but human beings are amazing and can do incredible things so even if you're not sleeping um doesn't mean you can never sleep again so anyway i really respect your path and i really hope you find yourself back on a path that means you're experiencing deep sleep again and till then here's a story for you it's called a rose and a sunflower roses and sunflowers do not usually go together roses love to stay close side by side whilst to sunflowers, like rising tall to wave in the wind, no friends needed. One day, a garden keeper decided to drop some rose seeds and sunflower seeds side by side, curious to see what they would look like next to one another. The redness of the rose, the yellowness of the sunflower, Would they clash or complement each other. Now out of these seeds came a rose called herbert, herbert is a very sensitive soul and though a male rose he loves to talk to the female roses and see what what's the thought of the day he likes the ease with which they talk amongst themselves their smells their laughter and the way they leap from subject to subject herbert's other love is petal surfing the rules of petal surfing are simple rule number 1 don't turn back rule number 2 there is no rule number 2 rule number 1 says it all. You see, once you've started petal surfing, you better see it through. Oh oh boy, the other roses aren't going to let you live it down. Typically, petal surfing will only take place on the days when the wind blows at its most ferocious, on days when the rain slaps the ground and when the sun retreats so far away you wonder if it will ever come back. And as the red wind roars, the roses huddle together, safe for a few moments in their groups, refusing to let the others know how their stems shake, laughing that the wind is indeed strong. But of course, it could be stronger. And then the first rose goes, flash! The rose will open its petals to the wind. The thrill is exhilarating. Soon, another rose spreads out his petals like a fan, allowing the wind to slice through them, intoxicated by the knowledge that for this moment their life dances so close to death. Maybe four or five roses do this at the same time, and the winner of the game is the one who dares stay open the longest. Herbert, or Herb, as his friends call him, has never won a game of petal surfing. Something always seems to pull him back, unlike ronald who's had so many petals ripped off that he only has one, his, that he only has his bud left why do you stay so long ronald herbert asked one day why do you stay so long even when all your petals have just been ripped off just live in the dream man ronald muttered in response what dream herbert asked freedom man freedom herb replied slightly bewildered from what But Ronald didn't reply and Herb didn't ask again, scared to look stupid in front of such a praised rose. So he smiled in what he hoped was a wise manner and then promptly changed the subject. On other days, Herb just liked to stare at the sunflowers. He noticed their bright yellow petals with their big buds all exposed, not hidden like a rose's. He liked the daringness of it. He thought them open-natured. But of course, this is a mistake all roses make. For though sunflowers expose their buds to all, their real hearts are revealed to only a few. The sunflowers are shy creatures, and the thought of letting anyone too close scares them more than a rose can guess. But to Herb, the sunflowers looked incredibly alluring and independent. So tall, and at the same time just ever so slightly alone as well. For what other flower can grow as tall as a sunflower? To him, their lives seemed to be one giant petal-surfing competition, one too often lost. For frequently, Herb would wake some mornings to find yet another sunflower flattened against the soil, too old or weak to withstand the night's wind. And so the garden-keeper would come and bind the sunflower tight against a wooden pole to give you strength, my lovely sunflower.' The garden-keeper would smile, thinking she was doing a good thing, unaware of the jail she was placing these sunflowers in. For as every flower knows, there's a health you can imagine worse than the pain of being tied to one thing. For even to be flattened for a while, for as every sunflower knows, all things, no matter what things they are, are only for a while. It's to experience something different. It's to learn of a way not yet lived not yet known. One morning, Herb awoke to the sound of a sobbing sunflower who had just been tied up by the garden keeper. She looked so sad. Herbert wished he could do something to help. But as he looked around at the other sunflowers, he noticed a particular sunflower that lived quite close to him that for some reason he'd never noticed before. That's odd. Hello, he said. The sunflower turned around. She smiled at seeing that a rose was saying hello. For the truth was, she'd never even noticed that there were a bed of ro- roses so close to her. "'Hi,' she said back. "'How are you?' "'I'm sorry about your friend. Will she be okay?' "'I don't know,' the sunflower girl replied. "'I hope so.' And with that, a big smile broke across her face, which made Herb beam back at her. "'My name is Herbert, or you may call me Herb,' Herb said, bowing his head and greeting. "'My name's Lucy,' replied the sunflower, and from that moment on Herb and Lucy became very good friends indeed.' Such good friends that Herb forgot all about petal surfing, keen to spend as much time with Lucy as possible. He wanted to know everything about her. Isn't it lonely up there? Isn't it boring up there? He asked his sunflower girl one day. Oh no, how can it be boring when the view is so good? Replied Lucy. And Herb smiled, thinking this a very good answer. And he looked up at his friend and felt something in his heart he'd never felt before. (coughs) It was as if, for the first time, he was really feeling his heart. He felt his whole body, in fact, and it felt extraordinary. But it felt so great, he didn't know quite now how to tell Lucy. It might scare her away, he thought, so instead he said nothing at all. Then one day, the gar- garden keeper walked over, and seeing how beautiful the sunflowers and roses had become, she smiled and said, "'Tomorrow you'll all be going on a trip.' For every now and again, the garden keeper would give some of her flowers away to friends. To human homes, squealed Lucy with excitement. Oh, Herb, we're being taken to human homes. What an adventure. Perhaps forgetting all about the adventure that was beginning to blossom between her and her rose. Herb tried to look happy when the truth was there was a great ache in his heart. So painful, he didn't know if he could even breathe. He looked up at his beautiful sunflower girl and wondered how he'd be able to spend one day without her. How could he express this to her? But now it was too late, as tomorrow they'd be separated, and Lucy would never know how he felt about her. Herb's eyebrows furrowed, and the gaze of his eyes sunk to the earth below in a way that happens when your thoughts swell and you wonder about a million things, all connected to just the one thing that you are thinking so deeply about. Pretty selfish to have so many thoughts and not at least share one of them with an old friend. Ronald nudged her with a kind smile in his eyes. Oh, Ronald, Herbert replied, it's Lucy. Tomorrow we'll be separated and I will never see her again And and you love her. Herbert's old friend with the one petal finished finished the heart-sick rose's sentence for him, but it was clear to all the other roses what had been growing between the sunflower and the rose. And then Ronald said something, and it made something in Herbert ping, and his petals unfold like a sunflower's, and it was this. Herb, if you don't say what you want to say now, when are you going to say it? And in that moment, Herb knew that his friend was right. And so he turned to the beautiful sunflower girl and he called up at her, Lucy! He called, Lucy! Yes, Herb. And for a second, Herb could have sworn that he saw a look of sadness gallop across his friend's eyes. But Lucy blinked so quickly, he wasn't sure if he was imagining it. But he hadn't. The sadness had been there. But being of a sunflower disposition, Lucy had pulled herself together before Herb could see what she was feeling. For Lucy had suddenly stopped making all her plans for tomorrow, to realise what she felt today. That she loved Herbert, that the rose beside her was the rose she wanted to be with for all her days. Lucy, I... And for a second of a second, Herb almost stopped, feeling doubts whining in his belly. But he swallowed, took a deep breath, and then looking up at Lucy told her that he loved her, that she was his sunflower girl and she made him happier than even petal surfing did. When he finished Lucy stopped and looked at her rose, his face open and a little nervous and she smiled and in that smile Herb knew. He knew that his sunflower girl loved him and then they started a conversation that felt as if it had been waiting to begin since they'd first met. They spoke rapidly and in hushed tones throughout the night, sometimes giggling at others, groaning at their own silliness and shyness. Late into the night, the garden keeper woke. Something's happening, she said to herself, as she stepped out of bed and potted over to her window, pulling back the curtain, peering out into the black of the night to look at her wild, large garden. Whereupon her mouth fell open and her hand came to her heart. For there in her garden, it looked as if the sun were rising in her flower bed, where the roses and sunflowers lived. For at that line, right that separated them, two different flowers had become entwined, as if to appear as one. The redness of the rose, the yellowness of the sunflower, coming together to create a glow so brilliant that it looked as if the sun was rising right there in the garden keeper's garden. In that moment the garden keeper realised that she'd never be able to cut down these flowers and separate them. And so she left them next to one another for the rest of their lives. And Herbert and his sunflower girl grew old together. And people would come to the garden keeper's garden to come and look at the flowers that made a little garden look as if the sun was always rising and never setting. In fact, I feel like a trip right there now.